Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Crypto OG Show with your host Otto Gomes. just listening. I am so, so sorry. You are missing out on the most beautiful view you can imagine. Uh, the video podcast version, I'm sure the people are getting a good, nice view of the, my background here with the rocks, but the best view I'm sure is with the VR immersive experience. You guys are getting a, an amazing just 360 view of not only the water, the water maybe 300 feet below you, but also of my mother just loving this view with my camera, <laughs> capturing everything she can. I love it. Um, but let's center back into this episode. Um, I wanted to invite everyone into this episode to kind of talk about my life. Um, you know, if you guys want to learn more about me, about, you know, why I have become the way I am and why I got into crypto, just the roller coaster of emotions that I've been through in my own personal experience in the last, I don't know, maybe six, seven years. Uh, it's, it's been a journey. And uh, if you guys would like to know more, just go ahead and listen for the next 25 minutes or so. And I'm sure you guys will learn a lot about myself. So to start things off, it all started around 2016 is when uh, things kind of, well, honestly, actually, I'll take that back. It started when I moved to California. When I moved to California, it's almost as if I entered this whole new energetic land and things started to feel different. That was, my, that was the first thing that I, that, that, I, that I experienced in my life that was different, uh, very, very different. It was coming to this, to this state. So I joined uh, an acting class it was um, called Baron, what is called Baron Brown Studios. It's by um, it's owned by D.W. Brown and Joanne Barron. Um, they're married uh, and they own the, the studio together. It's an amazing studio. Lots and lots of uh, really famous people got graduated from there, and I learned a lot. And that to me was my after you know coming to California. That to me was the first pivotal point that shifted my my perspective of this world. Um, it's it's the type of the method we we were taught was called the Meisner technique, and something they teach is um, what are they doing? How do I feel about it? That's ba- basically how. I mean, it's very it's much more co- complicated. It was a two year program, but the gist is <clears throat> what are they doing? How do I feel about it? And just that little thing, just that just that flavor, just that little question, uh, started to just open doors in my mind and connect dots that I've never connected. Um, and it really just completely changed my perspective of life. And so that was the beginning of the end <laughs> or so, or so, so to say. Um, so that was in 2015. Um, so the, when I started the acting class around August, 2016, is when everything kind of shifted. I, I, I didn't realize because of the acting class, I started to pull away. I started to really uh, disconnect from my, my wife at the time, from my wife at the time. And um, it, really, uh, it really put a 
wall, you know, between uh, our connection. It created a wall between our connection because I disconnected. But I, I wasn't consciously doing this. I was, I was just following my dream and just kind of going along with, with what felt right. And, um, and that was the byproduct was that disconnection. So around August of 2016, we, we kind of chose to start separating ways and started, you know, just set, creating the separation process. And we uh, made it official in March of 2017 is when the official date where we signed everything and, 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 and had it finalized. So that, that to me, the divorce was, and I'm sure many people have gone through some sort of um, major life event. Uh, that to me was a huge, huge life event. I had married for six years uh, by that time. And um, I, man, I felt lost. I felt really all over the place. I didn't know how to, I didn't know what love was, I guess, you know, at that point. I really felt, I was confused with just, just everything. Um, so it, it kind of put me into a very serious depression just because of questioning things now, you know, I, that opened doors for me to question things and going down that road really put me into a depression because I was like, ah, well, what, where, what have I been living? I've been living this non-decisive world, you know, life. So I had to really kind of process through that. And unfortunately, not unfortunately, I used it as a tool. I, I, I smoked a lot, a lot, a lot of weed. I was probably smoking from, I mean, I was smoking from as soon as I woke up until nighttime, until I went to sleep. And it was, it was just the only thing that was helping me get through a lot of the emotional roller coaster that I was going through. Just the, um, the unknowns were really scary. And that to me was enough for me to go, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this. Uh, I'm going to use marijuana as a tool to, to get through this. You know, it's the, it was the best tool that I n knew to use at the time. And, and it's funny because I actually hadn't, I hadn't smoked until I was 28. That was the first time I smoked was 28 years old. And it was here in California. Um, up until then, it, because I grew up Christian, it was a really taboo thing to do growing up. So um, it, uh, it's just, you know, I guess a car karmatic joke. Uh, how, not joke, but, you know, uh, uh, synchronicity. I don't know what you want to call it, but it's just funny that that's a tool I, I chose after so many years of denying it and thinking it's, it's so bad for you and so wrong. Uh, but it does have so many good uses. It's not, it's, it's not a good habitual thing to use. I'm, I'm definitely have gotten to a habitual use of it now, and I have to kind of shift away from that. And that's something that I'm working on. But as a tool to use for you know, for in the, in the toolbox of things to use, that's probably the best thing, you know, out of everything, honestly. So because of the divorce, I obviously had to move out, had to go somewhere else. And I had found an apartment in West Side. Um, at, the, at this time, when I moved to California, I was living in Long Beach. And so um, she stayed there in Long Beach and I moved away. I went to uh, West Side. About, it was really close to my school and that was the point. I wanted to be close to the school. So I moved there and um, yeah, I, I, at that time, crypto was in the beginning stages of taking off. I think, I think Bitcoin was around, hmm, I don't remember exactly, I'd have to look it up, but maybe 2,500, 3,000, something like that at the time, you know, way before that extreme jump that happened at the end of 2017, beginning of 2018. So at that time, I felt 
kind of good um, in in the whole thing, in the in the whole crypto thing. I felt good. I mean, after the divorce, I really felt okay. There's there's a future here. Uh, crypto is really giving me a good. It was it was number. It was these numbers that I was looking at that kind of made me just feel safe. That like okay, I can I can survive off of this. Right. So. Um, I was at this new apartment in the West Side for about six months, six to eight months. <laughs> Around the sixth, seventh, eight months, something like that. Uh, this was, I think, November, I want to say, of 2017. Um, I was asleep, and I want to tell the story in detail so you guys get it and feel it. I was asleep at home. This is probably two, three o'clock in the morning. And I'm sleeping there, and I hear this. I hear... And it's very, de it's dead silence. And I hear crackling. So if you've ever been around a fireplace, you hear when wood gets hot enough, it starts to crack. There's crackling noise. Crackling noise, right? It's what I do with my mouth. So I'm, I, I get up to this noise and I open my eyes and I look at the ceiling and I see orange glows, like this orange flame glow. And that's when I go, that's when I, that's when I freak out. So the, I, I immediately jump out of bed, grab my phone, grab my dog. I have a small uh, six pound Yorkie. He's 15, 16 years old. He's turning 16 in, in August this year, uh, 2020. And, um, and I run outside around the house. So I'm in a two story apartment. I'm on the second story of this two story apartment building. And this trash happens right outside of my window of my bedroom um, on the first first story. So I run outside to see what it is and I see it's a trash can and the trash can's on fire. And unluckily it was a plastic trash can. So this trash can starts to melt. Right? And I you know I could have probably reacted a little faster, but it was two, three o'clock in the morning. I wasn't really in my in my uh, I don't know conscious mind, I guess you want to say. I wasn't really conscious at all back then, truthfully, but all I could do was just call 911. And that's the first thing I did. That was just like the reactionary thing to do. So I take my phone out, call 911. And um, this, I'm on the phone. And, and so this, this flame is now has gotten bigger and it starts to again, melt the trash can. Now here's the, the, here's the kicker or the worst part about it. I, I lived, my apartment, my, my room uh, was on the same wall where all the smart meters for the apartment building was. So there's like, I don't know, maybe 20 smart meters on this thing. And the trash can was right next to those smart meters. So of course the trash can melts into the smart meters. The smart meters catch on fire. This whole thing goes up in a, a blue flame now. And then I'm on the phone too with 911 just saying, oh my gosh, the trash can, it's melting onto the smart meters and now the smart meters have caught on fire. And, and, then, and then all of a sudden an explosion happens and a blue lightning bolt hits the building next door. And, and I'm like, oh my gosh, the thing exploded. Uh, and I'm just freaking out. Luckily nothing, nobody got hurt. Um, the flame got really big. I, um, and because I, I was able to call 911 on time, the, f the fire uh, brigade got there in time. And the only thing that burnt was really just the smart meters and the whole, all the wall of that, of that side of that building. And because my bedroom was so close to where the fire was, um, my bedroom floor and that part of the wall was completely black. 
burnt, <coughs> excuse me, burnt. And the, the, the rest of the apartment was basically, uh, it, it was destroyed because the chemical smoke. So when you have a chemical fire, um, the smoke is actually chemical particulates, like the, like the wires and the plastics and that all becomes that smoke and it sticks like glue to everything that has cloth. Really everything, I mean, everything that was in my apartment smelt like, like chemical fire. And I basically lost it all. I lost, I lost everything in that, in that apartment. So yeah, so those two events were really, really tough for me. They were really tough for me. Um, honestly, even talking about it now, I, I realize how difficult they were. Um, It really put me through a lot. It really, um, enough so that I didn't care what I was doing to myself. I really allowed anything to happen to myself, basically. I went into this mode of, well, I'm just gonna move through life like a, like a body moving through water and wherever it leads me is where I'll go. And I just felt like sludge. It was terrible. It just it put me into this really, really bad place. And um, the only, literally the only thing that kept me going was crypto. Crypto's bull run during that time was what I needed. It was. It was that and weed. Those two things <laughs> kept me going. Crypto and weed. So fast forward a um, couple months, six months maybe from that event, crypto starts to really take off. That's, you know, end of 2017, beginning of 2018, we were at the top. Bitcoin was worth close to $21,000. Ethereum was around $1,400. It was insane. I remember buying Ethereum around $8, $6 even, before the DAO. I'm sure a lot of you know about that one. We'll talk about that in another episode. But yeah, it just, uh, it, was, it was amazing to see that run and it was what I needed. It was the life that I needed. Um, I still kept smoking weed. I still kept, you know, uh, I still felt depressed, but at least I, was, I had a lot of money, I guess, you know, at that time. And to me, that felt, made me feel safe again. Uh, it let, you know, I was feeling that way, but I was like spending. And so it was great. It was fun. Um, so, and then fast forward to 2018. 2018? Oh, no, it was 2017. Oh, so let me go back. Sorry, let me go backwards. So this fire that happened was in 2017. It was around April of 2017. I graduated from my acting class in July of 2017. In May of 2017, right, right after the fire, and I was in this like, I didn't mention this part, but I was put by the landlords, I was put into this, uh, I, was, I had a one bedroom and they put me in a studio and I was there for two and a half months in the studio apartment while they, while they fixed my apartment. Um, and so I'll, while I'm at this studio apartment around May, I meet this person. I meet this wonderful, beautiful, loving girl named Ashley Taylor Hopped. And she literally walked into my life. Um, she's, in, she's a traveling registered nurse and I met her through a mutual friend who introduced me and I you know our the way we met 
I'm not sure I can share yet. <laughs> so I'm going to allow some time. I, I probably will share this eventually, how we met just, uh, you know, in passing in one of these episodes, I'm sure. Uh, but it's just an interesting story that um, I'm, I think she wants to share first. So um, I'll allow her to share it through her Instagram. And if you want to follow her, it's Ashley Taylor Wellness on Instagram. Make sure you follow her. She's doing amazing. She's a, a, a life coach now, a registered nurse life coach. Can't get any better than that. So she walked into my life in May 2017, and that's, that was another humongous pivotal point that shifted everything. She, she really, um, really gave me a perspective of life that I didn't know was possible. Um, this perspective of, of health, this perspective of, of, um, (laughs) this mindset of not questioning, but just being curious, a curiosity mindset and just not allowing things to just be if they don't feel right. And that really resonated with me. Um, and I got, I got sucked into to her honesty and to her candidness. I love that. I love how open she was right from the get-go. Uh, the first time I met her, we sat for six hours and spoke and talked for six hours. Um, long story short, she basically is the one that kind of shifted so many things in my life. Really, really shifted things for me. And, you know... Luckily for her, it happened right during that time that crypto was happening. And, and I, 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 you know, a lot of people look at the, our, our relationship and, and, you know, see the benefits of like coming into it uh, when I was making so much money. Um, but, you know, people don't know our relationship. They don't know how much we've been through together. Uh, they don't know how much she has done for me. Um, Ashley has literally saved my life. I can, I can say that. She physically and emotionally saved my life. In my journey, I've learned that it's something called twin flame. You're to find someone that you can intertwine with that will do a few things. And I'll give you that list. So you want somebody that will be patient with your growth, okay? They are willing to call you out on your bullshit. So the things that you, that are bullshit, right? But, and are also willing to work on themselves. Ah, that's a, that's a kicker one right there, right? Because you can find someone to call you out on your bullshit and do the other two, but the one that are willing to work on themselves, that's the hard part. And some of the best ones are the trauma bonding ones. But again, you need to have like all those other things in place. Most people do trauma bond, but they don't have all those other things in place. And so those other things are so important. And, and the reason I say this, that for me at least, uh, it was such an amazing relationship and it has been an amazing relationship because because we brought all the bad out of each other within ourselves and we're willing to be patient with one another and grow, it allowed for me to flourish and to feel things and experience things and uh, um, uh, be aware of things that I had never thought I needed to be aware of in the first place, Right. Um, so I can, all I can say is thank you. Thank you, Ashley, for being in my life, for being a shining light, a grounding place, and just a loving heart. I thank you so much. Um, 
and yeah, she, she really, she really helped me kind of process a lot of things because of her openness and her candidness. It allowed me to process a lot of emotions about the divorce, about, I mean, I talked to her about everything. I spoke to her about everything, something I had never done before. And being open with our communication and doing all those other things of being patient, calling each other out on our bullshit and, and willingness to grow ourselves. Um, having that mutual respect back and forth really was just great. Um, I mean, I'll tell you guys, within the first three months, we started couples therapy, not because we had something wrong, not because something was, because we had an issue in our life, because we wanted to be stronger, because we wanted to connect um, on a deeper level. You know, looking back now, I thought I knew what love was. I had no idea, you know, and I'm still figuring that out. I'm still learning the depths of which I can go with love. So that was the biggest point of growth I think I had in my, in my life and in all these big moments, these things that have happened. It was uh, all these awarenesses that I went through with, with my, my girlfriend, Ashley. Um, and she went through a lot of growth herself. You know, thank goodness for, our, for, my, for my financial uh, success because she, she went through a lot of um, skin issues. I mean, we went, to a derm- we went to seven different doctors before we finally found a DO who had enough of a holistic and whole understanding of the human body enough to uh, know, okay, I know what's going on with her. We went through seven different doctors. And I remember some quotes here and there of, of the doctors and what they would say. A uh, dermatologist said, she's going through a controlled burn as if there was like an acid coming out of her slowly through her skin and her skin was like deteriorating. Um, the doctor that actually diagnosed her said, oh, you have like a mild case of Steven Johnson syndrome. It wasn't officially diagnosed, but that was spoken. Steven Johnson syndrome is a very serious, serious uh, illness or disease where, I mean, if you go on the high end, on the worst end of the spectrum for that it's actually Ashley told me her experience that she would have patients that would have that and you touch their skin and, and, the, and it would ooze blood you know and, and, and I looked it up and I saw this stuff and it, it, that's how it is it's, you, you, you touch their skin and it could ooze blood that's like the very bad end of the scale uh, she had a very mild version of that which was just um, very serious skin rashes and burns and cracks because uh, the skin would burn and then it would go through, this liquid would come out and then it would, it would, it would uh, dry up and get hard like scabs. And then if she moved wrong, it would crack open and bleed. Oh, I'm sorry. This, I should have dis- had a disclaimer for uh, descriptive uh, descriptions, right? <laughs> descriptive descriptions. But I'm, I guess I'm sharing that because I, I had to take care of her. She went through three months of that. And it was from head to toe, her whole body was, was going through this, this, um, this controlled burn. So it was a very difficult time. It really bonded us. Uh, it was, you know, it was, uh, it was um, a chaotic event, uh, you know, something that you couldn't plan for. It was just something that happened, but it bonded us. It really put it, pull us together. Um, so that was one thing that, that kind of helped us along the way. But overall, it was, uh, it was the best it has been the best experience I've, I've ever been in, um, even to the most recent situation that has happened, which I am sure I will also share with you guys one day. And, and you know, and all, why, why do I tell you guys all this? Why, why am I sharing all this, right? 
in this beautiful, uh, which is now getting a little dark and cold, but it's a beautiful place. Uh, why am I telling you all this? Well, I'm, I'm trying to share where I'm at in my, in my awareness of life, okay? And the reason I want to share that is because I want the, you, the viewer, to understand where my perspective comes from, okay? In all the videos, all the interviews, everything that I'm going to be doing on the show, um, this is just a chance for you, the audience, to see or, and experience how my personal experience was, how my personal perspective has been with crypto, right? Because I've, I've, I have been successful and I have done a lot of good decisions and, I ha and we have created a lot of structures um, to put all these, um, these, uh, these, you know, these, these, uh, these educational points in place, you know, I, I created, we created, I created this, this structure over, over time. Um, so I'm doing this so that you guys understand where I'm coming from. So you understand why I make the decisions that I make and why I share the information that I share. Uh, thank you for joining me on another crypto OG show podcast episode. And I want to thank my parents, both Marcos Gomes and Jill Venera Gomes here with me. They're behind the camera. Uh, come say hi if you guys come over here. Come over here. Uh, they've been here the whole time. If you're watching on VR, you guys definitely saw them. But <clears throat> here, say hi. Say hi to the, the, the viewers. Hello. Hi, hi people. <laughs> hey, hi. I'm happy to be here with my son. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, thanks again, everyone, for joining me. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Shout out to my buddy TJ for making the theme song of the Crypto OG show. Thank you, brother. I could not have done this without you. If you want to hear his band, he has a Terrence Jack band on Instagram. And you can find him under fanlink.2 forward slash CS number two. S uh, with his new song Bloom. Thank you, brother. Hodlers, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. It was great having you here once again, listening in. Uh, if you want to get more information or catch more of, of these episodes, you can go to my link tree. It's uh, .link, L I N K T as in Tom R dot E E forward slash autogomes. Um, all my links are on there for the visual podcast version, the VR version, the audio version on Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. And then I also have some other links on there uh, for my social media accounts, and you guys can follow me and uh, see everything I'm doing. But there's a lot going on here in 2020, so make sure you listen in and catch us on the fly. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon.